Little tables, surfaces scarred and pitted, wooden racks lined the walls, simple frames filled with folded clothes and piled bolts of rough linen, needles and threads, and large bobbins of twine on stands were spaced regularly down the centre of the trestles, knots of frayed twine like old snakeskins gathering dust on the floor under them. Chairs were pushed up under the tables, the spaces in front of them neat, Fool saw that the needles were connected to the table with thin chains, delicate locks threaded through the needle's eyes and the chain's links. It was a seamstress house. His uniform came from a factory like this one, all the uniforms did, all Hell's inhabitants' smocks and trousers and thin underwear did. Working in a seamstress house was considered to be a good job, because it was generally warm and safe. He wondered if the dead had had a chance to appreciate the irony of that, and doubted it. The first body was seated halfway down the table. It was a man, and he had been decapitated. His head had been placed on the table, turned so that it was looking back at the body it had come from, and the floor and chair and table were thick with drying blood. The body was rigid, the left hand still clamped around a needle, and the right around a piece of cloth now soaked red. The man was naked. Beyond him, a second figure was sprawled on the floor, another man, judging by the hairiness of the part of the back and single arm that were visible. Whatever he had been stitching together had fallen on him and covered him like a shroud, reminding fool of the grey tarpaulins the porters used to take bodies to the questioning house or the flame garden. Patches of blood showed through the material, odd blooms like the petals of a flower he hadn't seen before. He didn't bother to peel the cloth back. There were other bodies to investigate, two or three of them on either side of the tables and more beyond them. The worst were gathered in a pile at the far end of the table— a tangled mess of naked limbs and blood and pieces of material. The attack had happened towards the end of the night shift, had caught only the straggler workers, those who hadn't finished their jobs for that shift and hadn't yet been allowed to leave. There was space at the tables for at least fifty workers, but Fool could see only nine or ten distinct bodies in total, counting torsos to find the tally. All of them were naked, and his first thought was that they had been stripped after death, until he remembered that nudity was a condition of working for the seamstresses to prevent the theft of material. He had been to a seamstress house once before, somewhere on the other side of the industrial area. He had visited during the day, and had found it unbearably hot, the air dry and hard to inhale because of the dust of tiny fibres hanging in the atmosphere, but still a better place than most of hell— At least it's covered, he had thought. At least they're not wet and cold. Most of the workers' hands had been bleeding, he remembered, covered in cuts and peeling dry skin and punctures that left spots across the clothes they were stitching. The supervisor, a painfully thin woman, had told him that was normal, even as she beat the workers' shoulders with a flat stick for getting blood on the garments they sewed. Everything we wear is bound in blood he remembered thinking, little bloody fool. Despite their bleeding hands and the beatings, most of the workers had looked, if not happy, then at least less miserable than the heavy industry workers or farmhands. Calling Marianne to his side, 
pulling her away from her study of the table and what lay under it, but noting her interest, and hoping he'd remember to ask her about it later, Fool said, So? Tell me. Marianne looked around, visibly gathered herself, and said, Whatever happened here happened quickly. There's no blood near the door, meaning that the dead hadn't had time to run. Something came in through the windows fast and savaged the workers, tore them apart. She paused, waiting. He nodded at her, encouraging her to go on, thinking, She saw the windows. Good. She's getting sharp, seeing it clearly, learning to understand the story. It was fast and brutal, but not about torture. The dead have been killed, but not too badly mistreated. Apart from being murdered. Apart from being murdered she replied, ignoring his sarcasm, the ghost of a smile twitching across her face.